Welcome to the Seek Him Early Podcast, featuring daily devotional studies on knowing, loving, and serving our Lord Jesus Christ. Each weekly program is from the book of that same title. I'm Pastor Watson, author of the book, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Meeker, Colorado, and director of Sola Scriptura Publications. This episode is part two of two on that unique parable of the shrewd manager in Luke 16, 1 through 13. As our Lord continues his parable, we learn about the steward's reaction to his dismal situation. Deeply concerned with how he would now make a living, he was incapable of physical labor and was ashamed of the thought of begging, he came up with a creative solution, to say the least. To ingratiate himself to his master's debtors, the now unemployed steward, who still had access to the the accounts, drastically lowered what the debtors actually owed. By appearing to be unusually gracious, he ensured his future needs of an income, a residence, and an almost legendary status in the community. In short, he bought friends. What was the master's reaction to this? With all the celebration and praise of both himself and the manager, there was no doubt going on, the the master didn't dare reverse what had been done. His reputation would have been ruined. So making the best of a bad situation, he had to compliment the manager on his creativeness. He commended him because he had done wisely. The Greek here literally means shrewdly and advantageously. The same word is used of the wise man who built his house on the rock in expectation of a future storm in Matthew 7.24. It's also used of the five wise virgins who brought extra oil in anticipation of future need, Matthew 25.1-13. I was reminded here of the Banco Central heist in Brazil in 2006, one of the most creative in history. The thieves were able to steal almost $70 million by working for months digging a tunnel more than 250 feet long to arrive below the bank. Now, of course, we certainly don't praise the crime, but we do acknowledge the cleverness. Now that we've seen the meaning of the parable, let us note secondly the principles that we see here. Our Lord goes on to apply his parable with three lessons about our stewardship. In regard to others, we seek heavenly friends. Verse 9. Unlike the steward in the parable who bought earthly friends, we use mammon, that is, mammonas, material riches, to finance evangelism and thereby, quote-unquote, purchase heavenly friends. In regard to ourselves, then, we secure eternal investments in verses 10 through 12. When we realize that we are owners of nothing, but rather stewards of everything, it transforms our outlook. Our Lord tests us in three verses. If we are faithful in that which is least, these earthly money, we will be faithful also in much. If therefore we remain faithful in the unrighteous mammon, God will commit to our trust true spiritual riches, both now and in Christ's future kingdom. And finally, in regard to God, we are single-minded, verse 13. No servant 
can serve two masters, Jesus concluded. We cannot serve both God and mammon. Loving one master automatically drives us away from the other. They are mutually exclusive with nothing in common. We must therefore be single-mindedly set upon God and use the resources He lends us for His glory and others' good. If you'd like to go a little deeper on your own, here's one passage of Scripture for you to study. What does Proverbs 6, verses 6-8 through 8 encourage us to do? How then does 23.5 warn us? Our next episode is on the parable of the laborers in the vineyard in Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16. May God richly bless you, my dear Christian friend. I pray that you will continue each day to seek Him early.